What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's episode, I sit down with Juan Jimenez, good friend, Drip Jobs user, and uh, reached out to me wanting a coaching session. So it was time to talk business. So in today's episode, we hammer out what's going on in his hiring process. Why did five people not show up for work after he had taken them through my process, taken them out to lunch, showed them the job that they would be working on, and they didn't come the next day. So we're going to hammer out why. And, uh, you know, of course, Juan walked away uh, with some action steps that I was super excited about. So the business breakthrough starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. There it is. I got it. All right, cool. What's up, everyone? I'm here with uh, Juan Jimenez, and uh, we're here for a business breakthrough, man. I'm excited to chat with you. It's been a little while since the last time we talked. Hey, man, you booked it, so why don't you tell me what you want to talk about today? Man, I'm like, at that point, like, dude, I've, I'm implementing your uh, hiring class. You know, you gave me that. How was that? I mean, it's great because these people are weeding themselves out, like, really fast really really fast i'm getting a lot of i i had something like 80 applicants on indeed yeah it'll happen 80 yeah that's but, great well they all got like 10 years of job history with 20 30 40 jobs on it I can't, yeah like yeah what i'm going for i can't take those types of people you know yeah bouncing around sure yeah i found five of them that were decent people out of the out of there and you know i did the phone interview did the google review the google sheet first phone interview in-person interview set them up to start for that you know one week trial period they don't show up five little five of them huh yeah oh man so let's let's dive into that because uh what did you not see during those filtering out processes dude i I have no idea because right now i have a new build going it's a pretty big project it's a condos they built a new new set of condos in in my town so i ended up getting a contract so i have two people there all the time at all times and my plan is to kind of put one or two more people in as i get one or two more people i need four or five people (laughs) well if these are new builds you, you know that's a filtering out process in itself you know that i mean you know why even take those when you can dominate the repaint market? Well, I'm I, I got I still got my crew on repaints, so you know, um, the guys I got over there, that's what they do, that's what they're good at, you know. So you have people that are good at one thing doing another thing. When you look at what you bought, what you what you con, how much did you contract the job for? If you don't mind me asking, it's a uh, two dollars a square foot, which is only including caulking, putting. Two, two coats on the trim and then two coats on the walls. The ceilings and the walls are the same color. Okay, so spray it all, right? Yeah, 
Yep. Okay. Spray and bath bro. And how so, and and how many square feet was it? There's there's 36 units in this building. Okay, 36 it's units. It's a big project. It's a big project. Yeah. I it's really gonna, I want so so when you look at what you could have accomplished on a on a repaint basis versus this because I look at it like this one. All right. You might see my just just hear me out for a second. Do you right, really well, think those two guys enjoy going there every day for the next two months? Yeah. They're the, they're those type of guys where they just yeah. like to shut out and just do that type of work? Yep. One of them used see. to be a union painter. He did the Trump Tower in Chicago and stuff like that. Perfect. Yeah, now when you were when it. you were pitching this job, when you had those applicants, did you mention this job to them? Absolutely. So do you think that like some of them were probably like, eh, I don't know. That's not really for me. No, they all seem pretty. I like, I even took them to the site. Really? Like after we, after we did you the took, sit down you took, interview. You took five people to this site? Yep. After we did the sit down interview and, you know, cause I don't drink coffee or nothing. So I, I take them out to lunch a little bit longer of a time with them really get to kind of know them. After we leave uh, whatever lunch or whatever we're going to do, I take them to the site so they kind of get their eyes on it to really like, here's their last chance. That's probably up. what happened. They probably looked at it and said, I don't want to do this. And maybe you might've thought they did, but my question is, but my question is, is that if you've done every step of the way to the point where you enjoy lunch to the point after lunch, you take them to this job site and they don't show up, there's gotta be something there, whether they're not telling you or not. And I'm telling you this, I guarantee you, you look at that job in terms of how much you sold it for over the course of however long it's going to take. And you look at how many residential jobs you could have sold in that amount of time, your profit would be higher. And it's going to be easier to hire people knowing that that's all that they're going to be doing is that residential workflow. Yeah, but I'm I mean, still I, doing my residentials. Like the residential side's still going on. Then why? Yeah, but let me ask you this. I mean, you know, why not continue to build that out? Leave those two guys there and close out the new construction side. I mean, two dollars a square foot. I mean, it's not. I mean, I'm, I'm still. I'm at about forty percent on it. I'm not upset about it by no means. You know, my guys are getting paid really well over there, and I'm making some. I mean, forty percent ain't bad. No, it's very good. Especially on new construction. You know, it's no good. But but for me, you, you your big thing, and this is why you're here, man. Just giving you a different perspective, challenging challenging you in a way that makes you say, I'm right or you're right. And and that's okay either way. I just want to know the whole story. Five people get through your process from start to finish. Something was missed or something needs to change in terms of what your expectations are of these applicants. Maybe your initial ad did not align with the end result after that lunch for whatever reason, maybe you did a good job on writing the ad of what the expectations were. Maybe they thought they'd be getting residential repaint work that maybe they were used to doing. And then you bring them to a bare bones, new construction site. No, I, uh, even during the phone inter interview, I, I make it clear that they're going to be in the, in the new construction building. You know, I mean, I still need people on my repaint side too. So I mean, you know, when you did the phone interview, can you kind of go through how that went? Like, what, what questions did you ask? How did you decide who you wanted to call? Like, when you looked at the applications, what made you say, I want to call this person? Well, first, I filter them out after I, after I read their job history and everything, if it's decent. 
I'll send them, you know, a link with the Google form. Okay, so you built out your form. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll fill that out. Most of them say all the right things. You know, they want to better their life. They want a better opportunity. They're not happy with they were. Okay. One of them actually owned a business, and she's actually got jobs going, but she she can't find no help. So she's overwhelmed with it, and she wants to just fall back and join the team. Can I ask you another question? Of course. Skill level for each out of the five, would you say all of them were seven out of ten or greater in terms of painting knowledge and skill? Yeah. Okay. In terms of promised pay, where did you fall on average in the spectrum of hourly rate? High. What What number? Starting at starting at like twenty three to twenty five. Okay, and you're up north, so that's pretty pretty good. Okay, Indiana Union, Indiana Union here's about thirty dollars an hour. Union, okay. So aside from the pay, and aside from the guaranteed work, why would someone want to choose your company over another option? Because I show them all the growth potential. And what is like that I growth potential? Them big what is it if i came to you as your if i came to you as an employee i have a family to take care of i want a good place to work what is it that is going to make me excited to come monday just the fact that there's non-stop work and then like i show these people how i'm growing like i'm booked out pretty far and you're growing you need to show them how they're growing. How are they well, going to grow? Well, they're going to follow my steps. Like okay. the one I, I did hire one about a month and a half ago. I had two. It was me and two other ones. Oh, so wait a minute. Let me scale back. I'm getting somewhere with this because I want you to see it from how I would have done it. Okay. You were looking for home run hitters in terms of skill set when you just told Not me that you were. Well, you told me that you wanted to, to bring in two people underneath the two that were already working on your big project. Okay. Those two guys, if they're handling that big project on their own, I'm going to safely assume that they're about a, a nine to 10 skill set each. Would oh, you agree? Absolutely. Both of them are 10. Right. So I think it was a mistake to look for people with skill set when you went out for this hiring spree. Honestly. Well, that's I think- just kind of what came in. I, I like, I have one that's supposed to start tomorrow. No experience, no nothing. Right. Okay. That's what came in, but that's what you allowed in. That's what you wasted your time on. In other words, you weren't directional on what you were recruiting. You chose to, to bring on people that had skill set. There's jobs that come my way that I say no to, and I don't just say, oh, well, that's what came in. I hear that. I mean, I'm coming, I'm coming at you in a way that you need to be a master recruiter, and you got to – it's almost like fantasy football. I mean, you play fantasy football? I do. You got to stack the team in a way that the, the weaknesses balance out the strengths, brother. And for this hiring sprint that you were on, you have to set out a goal. You, you should have had the goal that I want to help out my two workhorses over there. Why bring on somebody with skill set with the expectation of growth when there's two people in line waiting for growth? How many manager positions are there in your company? That's another, that's another thing. The two that are over there, they don't want it. They don't want the the... They have one of them has it, whether they want it or not. There's one guy on that job site that you call more often than the other guy, correct? Absolutely. Okay. 
So that's but they don't want like, <laughs> but he like he can't that type of stuff. He can manage. He has very broken English, so he can't be a residential job sure. site supervisor. Sure, fair enough. You know. So the let me one, ask you. Th- let me ask you this though: Were you hiring a manager when you set out to hire, or were you hiring a a, a, a worker? A worker. Okay. So when it came to you hiring a worker, you were looking for a manager, but you you wanted a worker, and you're telling me that there's growth potential. Well, yeah. but you weren't setting out to hire a manager. And when you say that there's growth potential. I told you, what's the difference between hiring, going for you and someone else when the only thing you're offering is money and work? Everyone offers those two things. So no, there has I'm, to be I'm, one other thing. Hold on. There's got to be one other thing that you can offer, which is status, which is more responsibility. You just told me that you're hiring a worker, but you said that there's growth. And I said, growth does not mean money and it doesn't mean work. Right. Is that no, fair I'm enough? A- yeah, but I'm also, I mean, I'm letting them know that there's growth potential because there is growth potential. You know, you do all the prepping, you learn all this, you become a painter, okay. you know? But that wasn't the case for these these guys because you told me that the five that you brought on had experience. They know they're painters. Do you see where I'm going with this? I'm not, I'm just helping you understand that it matters just as much about where you're heading in terms of who you're looking for. You got to identify that first because you're telling me that the growth potential is they can learn how to be a painter. Everyone that you hired or potentially hired was a painter. Already a painter. Yeah. So your best case going forward with these two guys, if you have a goal, I want to beef up this team is to get someone with minimal experience that can aid the two guys that you have and learn how to be a painter. Someone who doesn't know how to paint, that's great growth experience. They get to learn the trade. So one, someone that does have painting experience, do you see that they don't see any growth there if two guys are running this project and they have to be the third man? Yeah. Don't you think you as a leader would see that opportunity as something other than what you expected when someone told you that there was growth? Yeah. So you need to know what you're looking for. Now on your residential side, tell me about that. I want to know what's going on over there. It's me and one other guy. Okay. You and one other guy. You know. That's where your growth is, brother. Because you shouldn't be in the picture. No, I know. I know. I, and that's, I'm trying Tell me so about hard. this other guy. You got a guy that kind of runs the show? Um, He can. He absolutely can. But I just can't leave him in there alone. Like, that's Why? not. Because it's not right. Like, I mean. Not right? He's not that. Is it? Is it more so his communication or the trust? Which one of the two? None of it. No, I trust him. Communication's skill great, set? but the skill set's amazing. Okay. I mean, you, I'm getting 4,000 square foot houses. Okay. Oh, but you're saying you can't leave him alone because the work's the workload's too much. Yeah. So, Juan, can I ask you a question, my friend, my good friend? Those five guys, why did you bring them to the new construction side when you could have easily brought them to the residential repaint side? I see it. You're not wrong. You're absolutely absolutely 100% right. Okay. Okay. Not right. Leave, leave the leave the, those guys alone. I think you I think you're emotionally tied to the residential side. <laughs> oh, 100%. I love selling. Look, I don't want to I don't want to I don't even want to paint no more. Okay. Okay, but you know and I both know residential sweet money, bro, for somebody coming in. 
It's sweet money. Yeah. They get the customer interaction. So here's some, here's some bullet points is why your company's money, the best customers, they love us. So when you come into the door, it's almost like you're a guest in their home, little different than bringing somebody to an industrial commercial job, right? Yeah. When you, when you, when you got, you had people that came through your process, Juan, and you chose to bring them to the cold new construction world rather than the beautiful flower garden repaint world that actually had growth potential in it to the, to the, to the painter. That's what happened. No, you're absolutely right, man. Like, yeah. Fuck. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you're the Sorry. man, bro. Hey, thanks for listening because I, I, I come to you in a way that that's I need you to I get it. Yeah. Like that's why I came. I mean, I listen up. I've been listening to to your podcast for two months now. You know, I'm working through all these episodes. It's a lot. That's one I haven't heard yet, though. What you just yeah, well, explained you brought, to me. Well, you were, yeah, you were vulnerable enough to tell me the real situation, so I can help you. But here's the thing. Now let's pivot because it's great. We've seen what happened. I think this new guy that's coming in, great place to learn is on the new construction job because to him. It's all new, all new. skills. It's all new skill set needs to be really learned there. I think that's a great training ground for the residential side. You need to make two hires. Juan. the first one needs to be the new guy going with the experienced two man workhorse crew. He's going to learn how to work and you're going to see if he can work, if he could keep up with these guys and yeah, they're going to like having a, they're going to like having a helper. I'm sure pick up the trash. You know, hey, I need a new call. I, I have another guy that's over there with them. He's not permanent though. I got him on ten ninety nine because I know he's not permanent. He he owns his own company. He does nothing but exteriors though, and we're not in that season yet. So I got him for about another month over there with him. Oh, then you'll have a team of four just like you wanted, right? Didn't you want four guys over there? So yeah. this is an even a better opportunity. Get that new guy that you say you have an interview with, or I think there's something you're doing. He's starting tomorrow. Perfect. So that's his training ground. And guess what you start doing for new guys? Hey, just so you know, this is how my process works. You start off in new construction, <laughs> you see, and you crank them through that, that conveyor belt of learning the art of painting and new construction. Cause the skill set needs to be way higher with detail. Right. And then you get to graduate to residential repaint. And I think when you set it up like that, now they have something to strive for and they know that there's a goal to be achieved. Right? Yeah, it makes sense, man. Or maybe they fall in love with it and they're like, Juan, keep me here. I love new construction. Give me more of this. I love putting my headphones in and not talking to anybody. Some people are like that. A lot of people are like that. A lot of people are like that. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, they're friendly, but... But but you got something over here on the left-hand side, right? You got this residential repaint side. Every one of those applicants that you felt comfortable enough in person to sit down with them, have lunch and felt so comfortable to get them in your car. You probably drove them, take them to the job site. Every one of those people could have complimented your guy on the, on the repaint side, every single one of them. Like the regret I'm feeling right now is something serious. There's nothing wrong with calling one of them back and saying, Hey, listen, I, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, if you really liked one of them, he said, Hey man, just so you know, I'm, like I'm actually, <laughs> yeah, you say, listen, I'm pivoting things. I was wondering, you know, maybe it was the new construction thing that kind of, kind of, you know, scared you off. Look, I would have appreciated a phone call, but 
you know, I thought there was some chemistry here and I'm wondering if you'd be more comfortable working on me on the repaint side. Looking to grow that. Is that something to be interested in? Now I'm not saying it's acceptable for people to no call, no show you. And if you feel as though you want to move on from that and just start fresh, totally fine. But you know, this is no, the direction we're heading. Not a bad idea at all. You know, not, you know, and if anything, it'll give you information that you otherwise wouldn't have because, you know, you're thinking, well, why aren't these people showing up? It's just wrong person, wrong job type. You got to be good at understanding these dynamics. So you know how to boop, 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 put people in the right spots. And then you learn how to put them with the right crew leader. That's an, that's another level of, you know, management yeah, that you're going to, yeah, you're going to, you know, you know, you got guys that work really hard, you know, you, you, you like basketball. Of course. You know, LeBron and Kobe, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. You ever heard of those guys? I don't like right. LeBron. That's all. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> let's let's go with a, Jordan the, Pippen and Rodney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Rodney. So, so, so Jordan's a lot like Kobe, right? In a sense yeah. that everyone around him compliments the leader in terms of workload. LeBron makes everybody work equal, and then he comes in where needed. Two different management styles, like business, right? So it's like you got to be able to see, like, okay, how's this guy manage? And then who compliments that? management style how's this guy manage who compliments that management style you see what i'm saying like that's another level but for right now it's about you putting the right teammates together so there's a lot there and you have an interesting situation bro you have two different businesses right now you got this new construction gig and you got this repaint gig different marketing different sales process different pricing i don't even market that new construction you don't even market it you don't need to it's easy easy money you just set it and forget it it's amazing yeah, right? i mean this this job we're in part we're gonna of you, be there so part of you were so excited about the applicants you wanted to show them hey look at this job we got right it's an impressive job i ain't gonna lie it's like, an impressive job you got the you know and to you remember it's just about putting yourself in their shoes you got an experienced painter that usually when people say that they paint for themselves it's mostly in, in homes with residential customers they like that interaction so maybe you showed five people something that turned them off completely and you didn't even know. It. I also like, even like on the phone interviews, I tell them this stuff beforehand, you know, like, Hey, I got this huge job going on. And then I have these repaints going Come on. on. You're probably the, the one phone interview they got brother. And, and when someone needs a job, you know, I mean, they're going to take that opportunity. They're going to pursue it. They're not, they can't be selective. You know, I mean, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, but I think it was good that you did that in a way because it filtered them out. Right. Isn't that yeah. what we wanted to do? <laughs> Absolutely. hundred percent. Like hundred you know? percent. That's why I'm like, like, that's why I didn't even call him. Like, all right, you got rid of yourself. Thank you. Right. Right. I but I want to know that when you do this again, like I think right now, one helper goes to the new construction side. You're done with that for a while. Let it go until the contract is up. The only thing you should be focusing on now is putting together a, a team of three on the repaint side so you well, don't paint. I'm a. I got to set up another uh, in-person interview for this week. He's got, but this guy does nothing but new construction. <laughs> so that would be somebody that you would bring to the job site, yeah. and say, "Look at this. <laughs> it's now, your cup I mean, of tea." What I really want is at least one more person in these new construction houses. Cause I have that third person that I got on 1099 for, I got him for at least another month. month look at this one. Look at this. You, let's say this, this guy with experience who loves new construction. Why can't you make two hires train the, the new guy with them. And then the new guy graduates to the repaint side 
after a month or so. And now you have solid employees. If you can master the skill of taking somebody with no skill and turning them into an income producing asset employee that actually produces quality work in your business, you've mastered the ultimate skill and you have an unlimited lead pool of applicants. And that is the hardest part of this business. The hardest. 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 Right? So you don't even waste your time with people with experience unless you need them, right? You have your guy that you work with. The guy who's on the repaint side is probably painting a house right now by himself, right? Yeah. Now, I just had a conversation with somebody on another business breakthrough. Again, some people thrive in that environment, but I've painted a house by myself, and I know you have too. What happens? It gets tiring. The yeah. customer gets a little anxious because it's taken so long. I don't like being in a house for more than a week. Five right? days. Five days. Okay. It's not the optimum experience for your customers, especially because they're living in the home. Right? I mean, I, we do the best we can to tidy up at night, but you're still in a construction right. zone. Right. Right. You know, that's the case. Maybe you take that new guy quicker than you think and have him as a helper. Just the customer knowing that there's two people there at all times. You know, when a customer leave, when you leave the job, the customer, oh, probably thinks, the customer's probably like, great, he's leaving. Again, <laughs> I know? would, if I'm the, if I'm the homeowner, oh, I absolutely would. Absolutely. You know? It's important to understand that and have empathy toward that. You're probably like, customer's like, oh, great. That's another thing that won't get done today. And it's like, bro, you know, when you build a team, your customers are happier and you can sell that. Hey, we got a team of three that'll be here at all times. I do the estimates, but I also project manage. In between my project management, I like to go do estimates and leave John in charge. John's great, by the way. Ask him about his cat. <laughs> All my guys are pretty heavily tatted, too. Heavily what? Heavily tatted. Like they oh, all they're got tatted. It. There you go. So, you know, but there's nothing wrong with that. I don't care about that. It's more so no, they're great sell people, them like in a way that gets the customer excited to meet with John and meet with the team. If you look at my reviews, if you ever Google premium painting in Florida, almost all the reviews almost mentioned the crew or a name of somebody on my crew. Right. And that's what you want to go for, man. And, and it's about that team camaraderie. Now, I have a question. That guy who works with you, who's painting currently by himself, does he want to grow, number one? And does he want, a, want more responsibility, number two? Yep. Both of those are true. Okay. And he's like, he's going to be like, once I can finally set, step back out of the paint, he's going to be the one leading the residential he's side. Leading the residential side. Okay. How much longer are you going to wait to get this guy some help? I've, I've been trying. <laughs> like, I mean, I you guess I have, and I guess I've been trying to get him into the new construction you side. You were more concerned about growing that side when you got this guy over here that, that <clears throat> is waiting to grow. And it's your job now to give him that opportunity, okay? Or else there's going to be this very tough conversation he brings to the table for you that says, I'm starting my own or I have to go somewhere else. Yeah. And that's going to suck because he's your right-hand man. The guy's probably been working for you for a while. You guys no, are he's friends. Actually, he's only been with me for about two months. I took him from somebody because he wasn't happy. And I explained to him the whole game plan. I, I laid it out to him before. Yeah. I don't want nobody jumping. And what jumping. was that game plan? Getting him to 
manage uh, the residential side. You got to hit it because time's ticking and he's wondering what's going on. And he hears that you're doing interviews if you haven't told him already. And he's wondering why they're not in front of him. I would be. You know, yeah. and it's, it's your job. That is your responsibility as a leader, Juan. You've got to let people grow within your business. Get out of their way. Trust the process. You know, I'm trying. I, I, I mean, would I even think at this time period, honestly, when I, you know, I, and normally I wouldn't say this. Here's, here's my game plan. If I were in your car in your shoes right now, the new guy who's starting, he's starting residential ASAP. ASAP. That's his first job. The guy you said who's a pro at new construction, send him to new construction. Done. Start start the game. Have a meeting with your guy who's on residential. When's the last time you took him to lunch? I took him to dinner last night with my kids. Perfect. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like. <laughs> I love that, I'm man. Like, Tanner, I really do care about my people. I know you like, do. I know you do. Got to take really, action. Really Got to get uncomfortable in these areas. You're a great people person. You're a great leader. Don't let your inaction create the perception that you don't care about the promises that you made. Otherwise don't make promises. It's pretty simple. I mean, don't, no, <laughs> it's pretty simple. I don't know. I don't, no, I don't no, It's common sense. As common an employee sense. though, I want you to understand this. They hold on to those words as if it's their ticket out of their current lifestyle. You remember. My friend and, and within the next, like I told them within the next two years, I don't even want him painting. Be, you know? be careful, but yeah, I like that. Be careful. I mean, get step I one down yeah, first. Yeah, absolutely. Get no. step one down first, right? So, so, and I've kept those promises. I made those promises to to Chris. You're not going to be painting, and I kept them. Almost that was more important to me than growing my damn business because I didn't want to be made a liar. No, and it is very important to me. Like, I go up really to your guy and say, "Hey, listen, I'm making some changes." You're starting with Joe, the new guy tomorrow. I want you to teach him the basics of prep work. He's going to come in and we're going to kick this thing off. And then I'm going to get you someone with skill in the next month or so. And then you guys are going to be a team of three and you're not going to carry the weight every day anymore. Grow your business, man. And then you got a new guy who likes new construction. Send him over there. You don't even really got to talk to him. He's, he probably loves it. He's going to go with the guys and, and be thriving. But on the new construction side, you got to manage a lot of emotions. They are people person. It's somebody that understands. <laughs> There's quite a bit of money moving around, on the, especially when they see the check on the counter, you know, and they think, I did 90% of this job. Am I entitled to 90% of that check? That's a, that's a thought. Paid very well. Understood. Still that. a thought. Understood. Still oh, a thought. No. It's all, but it's all relative. When you put a team of three, effort over the course of the week gets divided by three. Do you understand? Yeah. In other words, it's almost like they understand why their pay is what it is because that's the contribution they made. Right. You see? This is how you prevent people from quitting. Makes sense. That was Vanessa. <laughs> She's like, are you on that coaching call with Tanner? <laughs> no, I called no, her this cool. morning. I got an opportunity to be in a brochure for uh, country clubhouses over here. Like, there's seven or eight really nice put a qr code take it to your drip jobs i already got it i got it to hang on what <laughs> print out a qr code okay. that takes you to the drip jobs link for your company i think she did link it to my drip jobs too yeah so that's like, a cool I'm, way if you do print ads how do you like how's drip jobs working for you amazing the only thing i don't like about it even when i'm on and it ain't that i don't like about it it's just a little bit of extra work i gotta do i have to um 
I have to kind of clean it up myself. Let me open it up. I'll explain to you exactly what I mean. Like, so I'm going to tap on this new lead, this cold lead. I'll yeah. hit, I'll hit schedule appointment. Yeah. And I'll schedule the appointment and then I'll go back into it. And they'll be. You're, you're doing it wrong. You need to go to the appointments on the left-hand side. And then at the bottom there, you see requests. Do you see where it says new request? Yeah. Yeah. Click that and then book it and then it'll move it automatically and send them the link. And so send you them know the what I was, time. yeah, like, yeah, you, you just got to hit the appointments button. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was actually hitting their, their, <laughs> I know you, you do that when you call. So when a new lead comes in and let's say they don't act on the automation, uh-huh. Let's say you call them and say, hey, can I come out tomorrow at one? That's when you hit that button in the deal command center that says schedule appointment. Okay. So you can just pick the date and the time. That's why that's there. That's why I put that there. Dude, I love your, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm secretly selling it for you, man. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't have the passion you have for it, but man, that thing is amazing, dude. Like, you're changing the game with that one, man. Yeah, man. We work on it every day. Every day. I forget, what's her name? Uh, last person I did a, a quick refresh with. Uh, I don't know. Sunny. What's her name? Yeah, that's it. She uh, she went in there and I got her to do like Vanessa made a nice little portfolio for me, you know? Yeah. So when I go to set my S or start an estimate, it sends them that portfolio. Oh, would you guys link something when the estimate gets booked? Not even when the estimate gets booked, like when I actually start typing the estimate up. Oh, nice. It, you put it in it there. It says, what's it say? I forget what it says. It says, uh, we're working on, we're about to start working on your proposal. Yep. But in the meantime, here's a portfolio. You can see all our work on. That's huge. You know, I'm, that thing, I get so many compliments on it. It don't make sense. That's huge. I got to look at almost, that. No one told me. <laughs> every, almost every day I, every day I use it, somebody's like, oh my God, it's amazing. Like the follow-up, the communication, everything's so good on it. Heck yeah. Dude, I, that thing's helping me, like, uh, did an estimate, I don't know, 30 days ago or something. It had to have sent, sent somebody a drip, set the deposit over. I, I, I forgot I even did the estimate. Oh, my gosh. That's too funny. That's what it's for, right? I mean, it's picking up, Dude, picking it's up amazing. the crumbs, man. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you man. I, I love the feedback. It, trust me. I've been working Dude. on this thing for two years, nonstop, every day, besides weekends and nighttime. But, I mean, we, we crank it out, man. It's not easy. Dude, you're control. on it at nighttime. Get out of here, dude. Like, <laughs> you're on it, dude. Like, you you're responding it. to every, like, I don't expect those responses that late, you know? Yeah. Well, it's but important. you're out there doing it, dude. Bro, because I was there. I used to be frustrated with software and then have a question and no one would get back. Oh, so I'm going to be back to you oh. in 24 to 48 hours. I'm like, and no, they don't dude. Even do that either. No, I mean, you're in the middle of making a proposal. I can't wait. So, no, nah, it's cool, man. I And that was definitely unsolicited. I was just curious what you thought. Um, no, dude, but listen, amazing, bro, listen. Dude. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Take my advice in terms of starting a new guy on the residential side. But you got to frame everything like it's a checkpoint when it comes to communicating about the next step, right? So, in other words, I want you to always put yourself in the position of your of your employee, right? You were once an employee, so you know what, what people think and what they go through and how they feel about their boss and different things like that. And I want you to go up to them. I always, I'm, I have no problem saying, Hey, you know what, man, I've been a little 
lackadaisical on getting our, our mission moving. Okay. I've been a little focused on the new construction side. That's not how it's going to be. And I, I hope you didn't take it the wrong way. I figured, you know what, let's get this ball rolling. You're now the manager. I'm starting the new guy uh, here with you on this job or whatever job's coming up next. This is what I want you to train him on. This is a little bit about him. I'm actually going to give you his number. Why don't you give him a call the night before so you guys can chat a little bit. Have him do these things. Take that responsibility. Take the responsibility. He's going to love having somebody to train and tell what to do all day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Not in a way that's like, oh, you know, no, no, it's no, like, no, hey, you know, no, it's just not that tight. People yeah. really do. Some people who want to grow like a sense of authority. You're on the job. So like when you come on the job, he shuts down. You run the show. You talk to the customer. Dude, when when I used to come to the jobs, I wouldn't answer any questions. I'd say, yeah, just like Chris. No, he'll take care of you. I knew the answer. But how does that help Chris? Hey, Tanner, how much longer? How much longer is, is this job going to take? You probably, why don't you ask Louie? He knows more than me. Yeah, you're taking their authority away. You're, <laughs> you're taking their authority away. I come in to, it to them. When if you people didn't, them. if I don't introduce myself as Tanner, people would think I'm a helper. It's a good thing. Yeah, I come in, I pick up trash, walk around, pull the guys off to the side, have a quick conversation, and I'm out of there. That's it. That's how I run my business, man. And it works because if you let people take ownership, <laughs> Guess what? They actually do. The right yeah. people. That's why we do a good hiring yeah, process. Yeah. The baseline's got to be there. Into that hiring process, man, it, it, it weeds them out pretty good, dude. Like, well, you found have, five uh, people that take lunch to take the lunch, and I love that you invest in taking them to lunch. I think that's even a step further. You get to know more. You know, again, this isn't anything wrong with you, your business. It's just a matter of your ability to identify what people Where want when, you know yeah go. exactly right you know you bring me right somebody place. who has painted in homes before i know the paint game you know you weren't showing these painters anything they don't know the outcome of you know what's cool about residential is that it's new every three or four days Yeah, every job's different every some people different. thrive there i get exhausted dealing with the same customer longer than a week exhausted if it's the wrong customer if it's the right customer still i get exhausted I want to go to a new place. I want to deal Absolutely. with new people. I want to get the check and go. And like you said, the two, became a right. exactly. And, and you got to realize that some people don't, don't want the, the same job every day for two months. And then guess what? They know what's coming. Another one, yeah. you know, so some be people mindful. are okay with it. Some people ain't. You're right. Be mindful of those. Juan, you're the man. I know. Did you want to chat after this? I'm going to cut this off. No, did no, you, we're good. You, did we you cover it all? Oh, that was, was about drip, okay about drip jobs. Yeah, yeah, you're the man. Good luck. Can you can you come back maybe like in a couple of weeks and let me know how this goes? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, right. My my time is kind of freeing up, man. Like, good. It, you know, I, I you, just need no, but but don't take your foot off the gas. Your new no, your new role your new all. role is is you're doing it. It's recruiting, managing, and employee service. You ever hear customer service? Oh yeah. It's it, the the new role is employee I service. I, no, I've been implementing that. Don't I've I've definitely been implementing. But but you should be Every chomping at the bit there. after this conversation. You should be chomping at the bit to get in touch with your guy as if he's thinking about quitting. And that might not be the case. No, right. But but we want to treat our employees yeah. as if they're thinking about quitting. And how can we make it to where they don't want to in a way that builds them up instead of creates fear? You know, we don't do yeah, that. Yeah, but absolutely. it's like, hey. I made a promise to you two months ago. 
I have been a little slow on getting that promise going. This stops now. We're going to do this. Let's get it. Watch the yeah. new attitude. Yeah, no, I treat these guys great. Like every time I go to the new construction site, I'm I'm packing lunch. I'm Love something's it. coming with me. At least three days a week. These guys are don't stop that. You know? No, don't stop not that. at all. I appreciate these guys. Like yeah. I, I truly, truly appreciate these guys. I what would I be without them? Yeah, exactly. You know? That's the so. mindset. You got it, man. Just move, maneuver some pieces, make the, the minor tweaks, and uh, you're going to be cooking with grease, man. Thank you, Tanner. God bless, bro. I'll see you soon. Yes. All right, man. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition this episode to a testimonial. That's right. So uh, one of our awesome Drip Jobs users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what Drip Jobs is. Is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around, and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about Drip Jobs for his business. What's up, everyone? I'm here with Chris Rodriguez. Um, he's here to share a little bit about Drip Jobs and what it's been doing for him. Um, I'll start off by saying, just give me some raw, authentic thoughts about it, man. What's it doing for you? Honestly, it's been huge for us. Um, the biggest thing I've found is how much free time I've gotten now. Like it's opened up a lot of time, not only in my business, but in my personal life. So that's been huge with like the automation, with follow-ups and things like that. And also on top of that too, you know, the experience that it gives our customers, you know, how professional it looks from the beginning all the way to the end. You know, we, we really pride ourselves in the experience that we give to our customers too. So it's been perfect for us. You getting any feedback from your customers about it? Oh yeah. Tons. Every time, like, I feel like three out of every five customers, you know, come back to us and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe like how professional that was. Or, you know, you got back to us so quick, like the system's so cool and easy. Yeah, it makes it easy. You know, one thing that we we try to do is connect you to the customer in a way that where you almost feel like we work for you, you know, <laughs> that's yeah. how it is, you know, and, uh, you know, that's cool, man. So you have the, uh, so you have the automation set up. What is the, um, you know, what what is the feedback in terms of the automated drips after you send a proposal out, right? So like you send a proposal out, drip job shoots out, drip messages for the course of like a month. Have you won any jobs from it or people responding to them at the very least? <clears throat> Yeah, I told I totally have. Um, I've actually, it's funny. It works so good that sometimes I forget about jobs that we've sent out, and then I get a message back from somebody. I'm like, yeah. oh man, that, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found that a lot of uh, people have been responding back. We've been getting a lot more jobs from that. And that's where we really were lacking before drip jobs. When before you signed up for drip jobs, I think you probably heard about it, right? Yeah. It, there was some apprehension, of course, new software. What is a piece of advice you have to anyone that I show this to or, or put this soundbite into uh, to them? Maybe they're on the fence. Maybe they think they have a good system. They're using Joist or uh, some of the other estimating software. Yep. What advice you'd give to them? Yeah, that was, uh, that was totally me. Um, I was using one of those cheaper softwares. I was on the fence, you know, a little more money, smaller business, you know, do we really need something like that? And I'm in the mindset now that it's the total opposite. Like if you're a smaller business, like you definitely need something like this. That's what I said. Like, yeah, it, it definitely um, 
because I'm like an owner operator. So I'm still in the field. So it's like almost impossible to work all day and give back to everybody. Yeah. So, you know, implementing this has been huge. It saves so much time for us. Like it, it's a no brainer. I think like, if you're on the fence, definitely do it. And you'll thank Tanner and myself later. <laughs> yeah, thank you, brother. Are you sending the uh, booking link to people that call you? I am now. I saw that you did that and I was like, Oh, that Machines. button there? You saw we put the button there? No, I didn't see the button. There's a button. Yeah, on the on the app, it says new request at the bottom. Yeah. And all you got to do is tap it, punch in the number, and it shoots them a text message with your link. Oh, wow. See, that, yeah. that's another thing I love about it, too. It's like it starts off as a great system, but you keep improving it, and it just yeah, gets better and better and better. Bringing it. And I love that because it's so easy. And, and just for anyone listening, what that does someone calls you typically like it used to be all right what's your first name last name email phone number address and you're trying to get all this information you write it down somewhere or you type it in your calendar but now we just give you a link to send them and they fill it out it goes into drip jobs in the right spot creates an appointment request and sends them a text and an email in seconds and uh you can get back to doing what you're doing and you being an owner operator right now you're in a vehicle you're probably going to estimates or checking on a yep. job like you don't have time for all that man so you know that's cool yeah. I'm, glad it's, it's, I'm glad it's working out. yeah dude it it works so good and i think I, I, when we met at the pc i kind of told you like i was on vacation with my family you know at disney world about to get on a ride with my daughter and two leads came in normally you know i have to call them back real quick i got on the ride with her got off and drip jobs already followed up with them and they booked both the appointments you oh. know Man, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, that time to me is invaluable. That's huge because you would have had to say, hold on, I got to go take care of these leads real quick because you know you were getting charged for them. Right. And you had to step away from your family in that moment, call them. Now, if they didn't answer, you would have had this feeling like, damn, like I got to now that would have been on your head. Yeah, exactly. Well, time I've been there. Um, yep. And then this thing followed up with them instantly. It's almost like you had an office admin in the office while you were at Disney. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yep. it was handling business for you. And uh, you didn't yep. have to text her or him to be like, uh, hey, follow up with that lead. <laughs> yep, exactly. So that that right there is just, the value is crazy. Like it's priceless. Right there is one of the best testimonials I've ever heard. And I've been doing this sort of system for a while, but when it became drip jobs, that was a good one right there, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. nah, no problem, man. It's, I love it. <laughs> Thank you brother for your support. Anyone listening to this, please take heed to Chris's advice. He was most, in most cases, just like you. I think he has a business breakthrough that you could go listen to on the podcast somewhere. But thanks, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. All right, man.